Good afternoon and welcome to Behind the Roar, a podcast created to give our listeners a behind-the-scenes look at South Lyon High School out of South Lyon, Michigan. Behind the Roar is affiliated with South Lyon's newspaper, The Lion's Roar. You can check out our online pieces at lionlife.org. That's L-Y-O-N-L-I-F-E dot org. Today I'm joined by my guests Peyton Beck, Kate Bosworth, Skylar Hanselman, Christina Link, and Peyton Lewis to discuss all things Taylor Swift. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. So I want to start off with kind of a hard question. If you absolutely had to pick one, like a life depends on it, what is your favorite Taylor Swift song? And can you uh, kind of explain what specifically about that song makes it your favorite and what sets it apart from the rest? My favorite Taylor Swift song is Clean. Um, It'll always be my favorite Taylor Swift song. I think one of the things that kind of sets it apart from the rest is really just the whole rhythm and everything behind it. I feel like it's a really unique song, especially on 1989. Um, this song is my favorite. I think it really just because of the way it makes me feel, it really speaks to my past experiences. And I mean, I believe that it's objectively her best song, but I do believe others will disagree with me. I have several favorite Taylor Swift songs, but I think the top ones definitely come down to Cardigan. My Tears Ricochet, and um, Afterglow. I think they're really, they're like my favorite like screaming songs that you, <laughs> that you can really just like scream in the car. And I really just like screaming them. It's kind of my favorite thing. Obviously, I can't choose one. But if I had to narrow it down, I would say All Too All 10 Minute Version is definitely up there just because it's so well written and I think a lot of people can relate to it in their own way. Um, Don't Blame Me is also a good one for me. I really love the vocals on that song. I think they're so well done and just very beautiful harmonies. And then also Gold Rush is just a really beautiful song. I really like that one. Um, I would say my absolute favorite Taylor Swift song has to be the one. I don't know what about it specifically. It's just that I wouldn't say it's objective objectively her best song but it's certainly a song i'll never get tired of it's a song where like the first time i listened to it i was like wow why did i not get into this song sooner i don't know it's just a song that i will always enjoy listening to and yeah um this is a really hard question for me and if you were to ask me this question again in five minutes my answer would probably be different um just because i love all of her songs so much but one song that will always be my favorite is you belong with me just because like i've been listening to that song for so long since i was like just a little kid and a fan of taylor swift and it just never gets old and i love screaming that song in the car i think for me my favorite is you're on your own kid from her most recent album midnights i don't know it's just it's a really relatable song in a lot of aspects for me and i think that's my favorite part of taylor's music as a whole like that relatability and the and her ability to articulate feelings that i i didn't even know that other people had and other experiences i didn't even i felt like i was so alone in and for our next question have you any of you ever seen taylor in concert if so how many times prior and are you looking forward to the eras tour if you're going I have never been to a Taylor Swift concert, but I am going to the Eras tour, and I'm very excited just to, like, experience a Taylor Swift concert. I don't know how I'm going to be able to process being, like, within the same vicinity as her, but we'll figure that out eventually. 
Um, I also have never been to a Taylor Swift concert, and I would love to experience one. And I also don't think I would know how to deal with the fact that I'm in the same room with her because I don't think I can conceptualize that. And I am fortunately not going to the Eros tour, but I will be supporting and I would love to go. But unfortunately, I cannot. I have never been to a Taylor Swift concert, but I am going to the Eras tour. I'm really excited to see like what songs she ends up playing because there have been a lot of fan theories about what songs may and may not make it in the set list. Um, and I think it's going to be like a really great experience as a whole because it's such a big tour for her. So I have not seen Taylor in concert, but I am indeed going to see the Eras tour with our very own Peyton Beck and Peyton Lewis. Um, I know for sure that she's that she's singing Delicate, and I cannot wait to hear that song live. I can't wait to bust out to it and just have so much fun. Um, I've actually been to two other Taylor Swift concerts. I saw, I saw her um when she was touring for Red and 1989. But I'm really excited for the Eras tour because I was I was really young when I saw those other two concerts, so I really couldn't appreciate like truly what it means to be seeing her in concert and now I'm gonna be much older when I see her in the Eras tour so I know it's just gonna be a completely different experience and I'm really excited to just be able to fully appreciate like what I'm seeing yeah so I've seen Taylor uh during her reputation tour amazing show and I will be seeing her for Eras and I'm very excited I think just for the the general vibe of it because I know there's gonna be a mix of like like quote-unquote like veteran Swifties people have like been there since like 2006 when she released her first record and like really new people who got in the more recent era so I'm just excited for that kind of like the feel of it and just again being in the same vicinity as her and before we move on to other things I don't think unfortunately that we can bring up the Eras tour without dipping our toe into a conversation about the Ticketmaster debacle so um just basically Tell tell us your feelings about that, like whether it was like a personal thing where like Ticketmaster caused you and your own family certain issues in the buying process or just like your general opinion on it or like to people who are criticizing Taylor, although it's really no fault of her own. And Peyton, we're going to start with you, girlfriend. Um, So my issue with the Ticketmaster thing, my experience, it was two days before my birthday when they went on sale. And so I knew they were going to be my birthday present. We were sitting in my living room and like as soon as the queue opened, it was like 10,000 plus people in front of you. And so um, we sat there, me and my mom, both of our phones for probably like, I think two hours. And then we gave up and we just like came to terms with the fact that we weren't going. And then a couple hours later, my mom decided, like, you know what? I'm going to try again. And then we, like, immediately got tickets. And so my mom had, like, a moment. And she was like, Peyton, Peyton, how many tickets am I buying? I'm buying six, even though we really only needed two. Um, But it kind of worked out because Peyton and Christina weren't able to get tickets. And so my mom came in clutch. Wow. <laughs> um, I was not, I think... We just didn't even try because me and my mom, it was just going to be so crazy because I had heard so many things from like you guys and people online were just getting like kicked out of line. And then some people like a lot of people were like, oh, okay, there's going to be general admission. But then they like they completely took it off and it was like, oh, okay, so like I didn't even get the opportunity to like go in there. They didn't even give the chance. And honestly, there were so many things that they could have done and so many like 
policies that they could have put in there to fix it and they basically just screwed it all up with all of their like policies and stuff i have a lot of feelings about Ticketmaster in general um i feel like obviously with taylor it was a really big thing but there are just a lot of issues in general with Ticketmaster, and i'm glad that these issues are being brought up more because it's really unfortunate for a lot of fans and for the music industry as a whole like this makes seeing live shows so much more difficult when there aren't reliable websites to buy tickets from and obviously Ticketmaster is like one of if not the biggest ticket sales website um so i think it's really unfortunate and i think there's a lot of things that need to change about it i unfortunately unfortunately as a lot of people like to say did not survive the great war of getting tickets to the heiress tour thank god for peyton being so gracious and letting me go with her and her family but i was one of those people who i got verified fan ticket well not the tickets but the pre-sale code and i just i guess i was too slow or something and wasn't able to get in line in time to get tickets and then we had capital pre-sale tickets and that unfortunately did not work out as well and so i was really hoping on being able to get tickets for the general the general sale but we all know how that happened uh just taking master completely canceling the general sale just all together because they didn't have enough tickets apparently and i would say i'm surprised but i'm not surprised with this and Ticketmaster and how they handled this i've gotten tickets from through Ticketmaster a lot and just i'm disappointed with the ability for scalpel scalpers <laughs> to be able to just buy tickets and resale them for ridiculous prices and Ticketmaster really needs to get their stuff together and figure out like a way to just stop this i guess um i'm pretty sure my poor mother aged about 10 years trying to get uh pre-sale tickets because within the as soon as the queue opened she was immediately right at the front of the line and as soon as she got to the screen it like Ticketmaster just kicked her out and she was sent to the back of like a 2000 plus person line and so she spent all day just waiting and eventually we had to call it quits but luckily peyton's mom came in clutch so I do get to see Taylor, which I'm very happy about. Um, and as for the Ticketmaster debacle, I don't even know what to say. They they are certainly something. And I just, I really think, obviously it's not Taylor's fault and it's not any, of, any big music uh, person's fault. But I do think that they do have the power to maybe just speak up against Ticketmaster and be like, hey. We're using you to sell tickets. We're entrusting you to get our fans tickets, and you're not doing that. Like this needs to be fixed. We we don't want this to happen anymore. And I, I do think this will hopefully spark some sort of change within the ticket industry. Thank you guys so much for that. And also to um, to Skylar's point, Skylar said something I really liked, which was that you know things like this are making the availability availability of concerts dwindle, which is unfair. And Jack Antonoff, who is one of uh, Taylor's most trusted and frequent collaborators, kind of um, put his two cents in on Twitter after this all kind of exploded. And he was like, 
you know, touring is one of the most honest and easiest ways for a musical artist to make a living. And by this happening, that is being taken away because, you know, the music industry is obviously very hard to be broken into. So aside from the, the grievances that fans may have, there's also that component, like smaller artists like Taylor Swift in reality, lover, she's fine. Like, like if this really went south and, and the tour itself had to be canceled, it won't, you know, knock on wood, but, um, you know, she would be fine monetarily there are small artists who, like, need this. Like, that's the biggest thing with Ticketmaster, at least for me. And so, moving on to our next topic, um, for me, Taylor is a -a one-of-a-kind lyricist, so I'd like you all to get the chance to share some of your favorite Taylor lyrics, if you could just say which song the the lyric or lyrics that you share is from, and explain, like, why you like them and what they mean to you. Okay, so I have three, and they are so important to me that I would get them tattooed on my body. Um, first one, obviously, again, starting with clean. Um, I think just the whole, that whole song is just absolutely fabulous. Starting with 10 months sober, I must admit, just because you're clean don't mean you don't miss it. And I feel like that really speaks to a lot of people even regarding addiction to substances addictions to a person um it definitely speaks to like the experiences of those people and another one of my favorites is peace off of folklore um i love the line all these people think love's for show but i would die for you in secret um I think that really feels to especially the way that I love people I love very deeply and I really really love that lyric um oh my goodness and then New Year's Day that's another song that I really really think has beautiful lyricism and a lot of people don't say that about reputation songs and I feel like they're really just missing the point there um I my favorite line off of the entire album of reputation is um please don't ever become a stranger whose laugh I could recognize anywhere um i love that lyric i think it speaks for itself it's absolutely beautiful i mean honestly there are literally so many songs i could pick lyrics from and just add them all together because they're just also amazing but i think one of my favorite songs lyrically is probably you're on your own kid because there's literally just so many things that you can relate to like the whole bridge is just amazing and it's so hard to pick the ones but honestly I mean, even just you're on your own, kid, you always have been is such, like, an impactful lyric and the way that she, like, delivers it is just so, like, it's like a punch in the gut. And it's honestly one of my favorite things about this song. And, um, like, from, I think another one is, like, especially the bridge, because there are pages turned with the bridges burned. Everything you lose is a step you take. So make the friendship bracelets. Take the moment and taste. You've got no reason to be afraid. And that's honestly my favorite part of the song because it's also such a good thing to just, like, scream. And I think a lot of people can relate to it and just, like, friendships and, like, um, your childhood, trauma. I mean, honestly, you can relate it to almost anything. So I think that's definitely one of my favorites. So I think Folklore and Evermore have some of her best and very strongest, like, lyricism. Um, Mirrorball as a whole is just a beautiful song, and I think the lyrics are amazing. I think it's a great metaphor for the industry. Um, And also just a lot of people can relate to it as a whole, feeling like they don't really fit in. Um, 
I can change everything about me to fit in is a great line. Um, I'm still trying everything to keep you looking at me is also a great line. And then also My Tears Ricochet is so beautiful and so heartbreaking, like truly one of her most emotionally raw songs in my opinion. Um, I just think the entire song has really great lyrics and it's very strong. I have to agree with Skylar. I feel like Folklore and Evermore, where you find some of Taylor's strongest songs in terms of her lyrics and her writing. Uh, one from Folklore I love is from Hoax. It says, you knew the hero dies, so what's the movie for? And then following after that, you knew you won, so what's the point of keeping score? I love Taylor's ability to just tell metaphors through her lyrics and be able to not like keep a theme, but just pull a th- pull a thread through her um lyrics and just keep them to like a certain like I guess you could say theme and just really cool way of telling messages and metaphors through her lyrics. And another one I love is from Tolerate It. If it's all in my head, tell me now. Tell me I've got it wrong somehow. I know my love should be celebrated, but you t- <laughs> but you tolerate it. And this one specifically I relate to a lot because I feel like I'm definitely more of an overthinker than I'd like to admit, and sometimes it's hard for me to truly believe that someone cares about me. And so whenever I'm just feeling a lot of self-doubt, I will listen to this song and be like, it's well, it's just nice to know that someone else is feeling how I'm feeling. And I feel like a lot of Taylor songs can resonate with people in that way. Um, I think it's really hard for me to pick just like one lyric, but two songs with lyrics that stick out to me are lover and invisible string because i just they're just so like simple and pretty about like just being in love and they're very romantic and i love that she's just singing to someone who makes her incredibly happy and just those lyrics they just get you right in the feels and they make my heart feel happy um and then another one i really like is from the song long live and it's like i had the time of my life fighting dragons with you and i always think of just like my friends when i listen to that song and especially now that like we're growing up and we're going to be going our different ways for like college i just think of that song and about all like the memories and adventures we've had in high school and just fighting dragons with my friends she's a targaryen (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) sorry guys but um i think for me i also have three much like peyton because i'm indecisive one is really simple it's all of me changed like midnight from midnight rain i don't know i just think that's really relatable in terms of like growth that i've had and in a multitude of ways um another another one is cowboy like me that song is lyrically beautiful it's one of her best it's one of my favorites but in particular, I like the line, um, oh, I thought this is going to be one of those things. I think that's just like, as I mentioned earlier, like simple feelings that like you can't even really articulate. And like that moment of like seeing someone being like, oh, God, like and you just know it's it's going to be something different, whether it's a friend or like a romantic interest. And for my last one, I think a really underrated lyric from would have, could have, should have. She's talking about an age gap relationship and she goes, if I was some paint, did it splatter on a promising grown man? And I think that's a really clever and um, awesomely feminist twist on a repugnant statement made about a rapist. Like essentially the story behind that is a kid, I think from Stanford was 
accused of rape and a judge referred to him as a promising young man so i think that that twist to promising grown man because john mayer was like that's when he was you know everyone wanted a piece of him he was like everywhere all the time and you know it's just it was really really awesome and very powerful and then for our next question i want to talk about taylor swift you know in a more personal way like as a role model like do you think that taylor is a role model for young girls um if so please explain if not also please explain and then um what are some moments of her life and her career both personally and professionally that influence your opinion on this topic i think that taylor swift is the role model for young girls um she is absolutely amazing she's a fully independent woman who has kind of grown this fan base and grown everyone's love for her music entirely on her own and i feel like she shows young girls that it's okay to be in love and have these trivial feelings that society has deemed them but you can still grow from that and you can still be this independent woman and you can be everything you want to be and if additionally you want someone by your side that's great but you don't need that and i feel like that's something really important that we need to show young girls yeah i definitely agree because i also think she is the road model because i think a lot of her listeners now have also grown up with her and they've grown up together and they've kind of um they've grown in character as well and i think They've seen her go through like relationships and stand up for herself and just like completely grow as a person and be and you can really hear that in her music too. And I think a lot of girls do look up to her because she is so independent and she's able to stand up for herself and she's not willing to just be cast aside and she's not she won't accept when people don't listen to her just because she's a woman or because of like her dating history or kind of dismiss her just because she's a woman. And I love when she stands up for herself because it really it puts the image out there like, hey, like, okay, these people aren't listening to you because you're a woman and that's not okay, and you need to say something about it because it's just kind of been accepted in society that you just kind of have to accept it and move aside. But she refuses to do that. And I think that's a really good um, image that she needs to set for young girls. Yeah, I've loved watching her grow as a person and as a writer and being able to grow with her. Um, she talked about in her documentary, I can't remember what it's called, Miss Americana documentary. Um, she talks about how she is constantly having to reinvent herself, which I think is very, very real, a very real thing that women face in the music industry, especially. And um, I think she's a great role model for girls to find themselves and embrace their emotions. And, you know, she writes her own music. She did everything on her own like she's just such a strong woman and i think that a lot of people do and should look up to her i feel that taylor swift is a great role model especially as a powerful woman in the inter entertainment industry and being so many young girls being able to see her and her just her power and her confidence that she's gained is really inspiring to young girls and also just her ability to take hate and criticism and bounce back from it is really admiring 
Um, I think what makes Taylor Swift the greatest role model for young girls is that she shows them that it's okay to have a wide range of emotions. Like, she has written songs about how being angry, being heartbroken, being in love, and she's telling young girls, especially young girls who may not have other female role models in their life, that, like, if you're feeling these things, it's okay, I feel these things too. And little girls can listen to these songs and be like, wow, Taylor is experiencing all these same emotions that I have like it's not a bad thing it's normal to just experience all this stuff and I just think that's really great that she's so open with her music and her story storytelling yeah I definitely agree with so many of the points being made especially about her like you know showing young girls that it's okay to be emotional about all sorts of things another thing I think makes her really great role model is like her unwillingness to settle now she doesn't admonish girls for settling and no one should admonish anyone for settling but i think that you know she's had so much success in the music industry and now she's branching off to the film and now she's like you know she's doing all of this stuff that you know since her career basically started in 2006 that people have been saying she they can't that she can't and so i think just like that constant willingness to prove people wrong is something really important to show young girls that like you can do anything no matter what anyone is telling you no matter if everyone is telling you that and i also wanted to talk about aside from just her back to her lyrics i wanted to talk about um the imagery that that sort of evokes because for me like some of her songs are like watching a movie so if you could choose to direct a, vi- a music video for any song in her discography or you know if you have a few choices that's okay too which would you choose could you elaborate on your vision for the video in its entirety and share a specific scene that plays in your head when you listen to the song? And as a director, would you have a specific message that you were trying to give or would you just be like, this sounds really fun. I, I would just really like to do this as a fun thing. I'm going to say something different than what I normally say. I would like a Dear John music video, except it's satirical and she's blowing up every single one of John Mayer's worldly possessions um i would like the beautiful beautiful song where like everybody immediately starts crying as soon as that first chord starts being played um but then it just opens up into like this this house that's empty and it's taylor walking in the door or an actress playing taylor walking through the door and then just every time like the music picks up things are getting set on fire or like things are blowing up because that's just how that song makes me feel and i feel like it just makes sense in my brain i agree i would love to see those things blow up um what one of the ones i would love to have a trilogy of the love triangle and folklore um i honestly honestly she could probably make a movie out of it and i would fully support that we could make another short film because i just think she put together that story so well that when you're listening to it you can literally imagine like the entire thing happening and i truly think that she could make a movie out of it because it's just so good you can see like the betrayal like and all the different point of views from everybody in the affair and i just think it's so good like she could literally do so much with that and i think another one that i'd want to see is probably um mastermind just because like the change i love the like the twist at the ending where like she kind of finds out that like he's known all along like how how much she's set up so i would love to see that in um 
in video form because I think that would just be really cool. So I have two. Um, both No Body, No Crime and Maroon, I think, would make excellent music videos just because both of them paint very clear stories. And obviously, more so with Maroon, I would love to see Taylor be in it. And um, I think there's a lot of very clear imagery in the lyrics that would be very, very straightforward in making a music video for. So I would love to see that. I'm going to take this in a slightly different direction. I know this already has a music video, look what you made me do, but I would absolutely love to see a recreation of the music video, but get this, like imagine this, the Six of Crows plot, specifically Kaz, <laughs> because I feel like that song just perfectly encompasses that character and his experience, and <laughs> I would love just... I don't know. It's just something I've always wanted to see. I know it's not really like a Taylor Swift music video, like just that idea, but ugh, I would still love to see a video of that song to Kaz from Six of Crows. Um, Kate kind of stole my answer, but I agree. I think that would just make an amazing short film and I want to see those characters like come to life. And another music video I think would be good would be Sparks Fly, just because I love that song. I love listening to it. And the line about, like, kissing someone in the pouring rain, like, that would make such a good scene in a music video. And I need Taylor to make it happen. Get on it, Taylor. So I also had two. I would choose to direct High Infidelity or Mad Woman as music videos. So for Mad Woman, there's, you know, um, she kind of has this lyric talking about a woman, a neighbor woman, um, watching as this man in a car drives past and just, like, muttering under her breath about him and how he's terrible and it's very clear that she hates him so it's kind of the vision i have is like this woman and kind of like this 1950s get up like pruning her garden or doing whatever and seeing this guy in like a very modern and sleek car drive by her just being like f that guy because I can't, I can't say that on a school podcast <laughs> um and then for high infidelity like that one kind of plays in my brain as a, a movie anyway like i think there's really interesting imagery with that song especially at the beginning like the lock broken slur spoken wound open and like so on just like all these really interesting and seemingly unrelated things that actually represent the couple that's the subject of the song in a very like intrinsic way so i don't know i think that would be really fun and speaking of directing taylor has directed a lot of her music videos in the past few years which was your favorite? What do you appreciate about her style as a director? What about that style is unique and or stands out in your eyes? And also, some of those videos, especially as of the Midnight era, feature dialogue. What do you think about her skills as a writer in that regard, so like outside of songwriting? One of my favorite music videos that have recently come out is the Bejeweled music video. I love that music video. I feel like it really just captures the essence of the song because it's just like a fun song. And it's like we always joke that it's like Mirabal's confident sister that moved to New York and gets drunk every night. And so I really think that Bejeweled encompasses that energy. And um, everything from the imagery within it was absolutely beautiful. I feel like it just like you couldn't stop looking at it for a multitude of reasons. Um, I really like the feature dialogue as well that I don't, I don't think there's any on the Bejeweled music video, but, um, I know there is some with Antihero 
and um obviously all too well 10 minute version i feel like that really just adds to the story in general i feel like it adds a new element to um kind of the music video and i feel like it just like really makes it come alive um i i really it's technically not like a music video it's a short film but i really do love the all too well 10 minute version because i probably watch that like every day and it's one of my favorite things because i think it just really makes you like you really see the story and you it really just makes you feel so much more when you see it because it's just it's just so it's so good like it's it's one of the best pieces of video i've ever seen in my entire life like it's just quite amazing i love the music videos for cardigan and willow they're like connected um I just think that the sets are really beautiful. Like, I love the story that it tells, and I really just want to, like, live inside of the Cardigan music video. Um, But I think that her directing skills are really amazing for... Obviously, she has experience with directing previous to these music videos, but I think they're really amazing for someone coming out of the music industry who, like, doesn't really have as much, like technical training and stuff like this um i'm really excited to see what else she puts out and i also really liked the lavender haze music video i thought that it went really well with the song and i don't know it was just kind of like warm and fuzzy which i really liked (laughs) i loved all too well short film i feel like the song itself has such an amazing narrative behind it and just the music video the, the short film And also the added dialogue just adds another layer to that narrative that makes it so fun to watch. While meanwhile, it being a music video and you can scream the lyrics at the top of your lungs to a song that you love. And I just love watching it and being able to sing along to it and also watch a story unfold that goes along with the song. Um, I have to agree with Skylar. I think the Lavender Haze music video is probably one of my new favorite music videos. And... I know, Skylar, you made a comment one time that you want to live in the Lavender Haze music video, and I agree with that. Like, I just want to live in that that video. It's, I don't know, I can't even describe how I feel about it. It just, I love watching it, and I love the vibes it gives off, and I also just love that song, so that's a perk. I definitely agree with the Lavender Haze one. I think that one's amazing, and I also love the uh, anti-hero music video and the All Too Well 10-Minute Short. yeah 10 minute short film because um i think those three things like in succession of each other really show her range that she already has as a director because all too well like shows her ability to capture like this really like specific kind of melancholy in a super beautiful way then like ones like anti-hero or lavender haze have a very different vibe but still just like like she just has a way of capturing emotion so beautifully in her directing just like she does with her songwriting so i think that's really awesome and Taylor recently sold the screenplay to Searchlight Pictures and will be directing her own feature-length film. Are you excited to watch this movie? And what do you think the movie might be about? I am very excited to see this movie. Um, I I don't know if I think this, but personally, I hope it'll be about infidelity. Um, just in any regard, I feel like Taylor Swift writes very beautiful songs about cheating my favorite taylor swift is tay cheater swift um illicit affairs i have the lyrics written on my wall same thing with high infidelity 
Um, I I don't think my boyfriend's aware of that, but um, <laughs> my favorite Taylor Swift is Tay Cheater Swift, so that's what I'm hoping it'll be about. I agree. I love the Cheater songs because, like I said before, I really I hope it has something to do with maybe the the love affair in folklore i really hope it has something to do with that and i really hope she incorporates her music into it because if she doesn't i'd be i'd be a little sad if she didn't but i really hope that she does i'm really excited to see it i hope it goes very well i'm very excited um i can't wait to see what she does um obviously her directing is really great in her music videos so i'm really excited to see it play out into a full-length film um I think it'll either be like coming of age or something with romance. I think she writes about both of those things very well. And I'm really excited to see more of her dialogue writing play out. Um, Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I also cannot wait for the movie to come out. I already know that we're all going to get together and have a movie night when it comes out. What's going to be about? I have no idea, but I know that Taylor is very talented in her storytelling and her ability to come up with unique narratives that I know a lot of people can relate to. And we've seen it through her lyrics as well, as well as her music videos and just her ability to tell a story through visual media and also her music. And I feel like that's going to translate well when she goes into directing a full length feature film. I am very excited to see what Taylor Swift puts out, and I truly, I don't even think I could try to predict what she's gonna make a movie about, because she is so unpredictable and she constantly keeps us on our toes, but I do hope there's, like, strong female characters and maybe just a strong group of, like, close female friends and that kind of coming of age aspect. I think that would be really cool to see on screen and I do also hope that she incorporates some of her music because why would she not? So I both agreed and disagreed with some things that Peyton said and also Kate. I also really hope that there is a strong group of women and female characters. I think that's something that is just like like if it doesn't exist well of course there's going to be a strong woman but it's like a, a strong ensemble of women doesn't necessarily exist in that movie. I'm okay with that. But I actually hope that she doesn't incorporate her music into this movie. Maybe if she wants to, like, write a song for the soundtrack, then yeah. But I don't want it to be, like, I want it to be its own separate thing. Because I think that'll just be, one, more successful. And two, I think she kind of wants to venture off a little bit. But also, I think that whatever it is, because I really don't know either. I couldn't I couldn't try and predict it if I tried. Um, is that I would love to see her something make something that's so emotionally profound like you know she really enjoyed the movie because she talked to martin mcdowell the director about it she loved the banshees of inna sharon and said it like really spoke to her so i'm kind of hoping it's something like that like this just like on the on the outsider in theory it should be simple but it ends up being just so profound and beautiful like that's what i'm expecting from her and then i would also like to ask you guys what would you say to those who are already being critical for choosing to direct because no details have been revealed about this and yet everyone or should i say every man on film twitter is choosing to jump on her i have two words bite me that is all i agree 
I mean, honestly, it's typical behavior of stupid men that don't know what they're talking about. So I wouldn't expect anything more or less from them because they're dumb. So, yeah. Also bite me. I would say go watch some of her music videos that she's directed and go in without any expectations. And, you know, women in the film industry have it hard enough, especially female directors. And I'm really excited to see her do amazing with this film and prove everybody wrong. I feel like men just hate to see powerful, successful women in the film industry. And Taylor is a very successful and strong and powerful woman. And I can't wait to just have her release this film and just blow everyone, all of their expectations out of the water. I'm very sure of that. Um, I think people just need to give her a little bit more credit. Like, this is a huge risk she's taking moving from songwriting, which she's so su- successful in, into, like, a completely different territory, especially one that is not great to women. Like, I think only three women have ever even won the Best dire- Director Oscar. She wouldn't do it if she didn't think that she could have a good chance of success. Like, we have to trust her. We have to trust that she knows what she's doing. And she wouldn't just make this decision on a whim and be like, oh, I'm going to try directing now. Like, if she thinks she can do it, I think she can do it too. So I'm really excited and I have a lot of faith in her. Yeah, you guys made some really excellent points, especially about like people hate to see a successful woman stay successful. I think that people are choosing this as their hill to die on because it's taylor swift and everyone has decided that they're cool and different to hate her um but we i know for a fact that it's going to be one of those things she's going to release something excellent and there are going to be some people who either reluctantly be like yeah that was really good or some people are still going to choose to die on this hill because it's taylor swift but like that won't change the quality of the movie and then also um, another thing that like upsets me a little bit i guess is that a lot of successful directors have started off with music just cut that out francis lawrence is one of uh, a very successful director of the hunger game the last three hunger games movies and he started off with music videos and he's amazing i would argue that he's brilliant and then david fincher is you know a highly respected director started out with music videos but you know it's just it's misogyny at this point and i'm gonna pass it back to skylar because skylar has some more to add just to add on really quickly, um, another thing that she talked about in Miss Americana documentary is how people have kind of started expecting her to be less successful as time goes on because she is getting older. And unfortunately, a lot of times in the entertainment industry, women are kind of discarded once they reach the age of 30. Um, so I think a lot of people are really preying on her downfall and are using her aspirations and her directing a film to discourage her and try and make her less successful thank you so much skylar um so i wanted to kind of shift the conversation a little bit from what she's already done to like what you personally would like to see from her in the future so maybe like a different kind of sound or a specific album concept or something you know potentially like a deeper with her diving into film like maybe something you'd like to see from that um i personally 
I, I want Country Taylor back. I, I understand that's a controversial opinion. However, I am a country gal. I like me some country music. And I love Taylor's pop albums and I love like her folk albums, everything like that. I just I just, just want a little bit more, a little bit more twang. I miss it. Sorry. I disagree. <laughs> I as much as I know that it wasn't like her regular sound that she probably won't produce that much anymore, but I just really love the folklore and ever more like I just I loved it so much because I didn't even know that I liked that type of music until like she came out with it and I was like oh I don't know if I like this but I got so into it and I really hope that she does stuff like that again like I really want some sad depressing heartbreaking Taylor again because it was just so good and I love being sad so as much as I love like reputation and more of her like pop stuff I would love to see more of her with like some i guess just like real instruments um i think she has a really great voice to do more music like folklore and evermore and even i think she could branch out to more like not full rock but maybe like alternative rock and i think she definitely has the voice for it i would also love to see her do some more like jazz oriented stuff i think it would be really interesting i would well (laughs) I would love to hear Taylor come out with some more, maybe not new songs, but more like covers that are more stripped back, like what was like what Skylar was saying, a lot more like instrument, like focused. I guess I love hearing acoustics and just being able to hear like the raw instruments and music. And I don't know how likely that would be, but I would love to hear more of Taylor's songs, more stripped back, more you know instrument focused. Um, I definitely agree with Christina, like, almost just an entire album of just, like, acoustics and kind of, like, that, because I like when she releases acoustic versions of, like, her other songs. I think they're really great, and I also want her to collaborate with more people. Like, I love the songs where she's singing with someone else, like, the last last time um, with, I can't remember his name, but... I really like when she sings with other people and I think there's a lot of great um, big music names that she could sing with and I think it would be really cool to hear that. Yeah. I personally want a visual album from her almost as much as I want air in my lungs. Um, Like, I just feel like the worst people do visual albums. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly did a visual album. It downfalls high sucked and i want something like cool from taylor like that is kind of like a a music oriented filmish thing that i would want from her i don't know i just i want it so bad because i thought originally i thought that's what midnight was going to be during that like game announcement and it wasn't i was a little sad but i still love it and then for our final question in what ways has Taylor impacted your life specifically? Has she taught you any lessons or made a truly significant impact through her music or otherwise? Taylor Swift has impacted my life in many, many ways. Um, I kind of started getting into her music when my parents were going through a divorce. And um, that was always the thing that would like get me to go in either one of their cars. When I didn't want to leave one of their houses, it would be, okay, we'll play Taylor Swift in the car. And so that certainly 
means something to me. And then also it's just something that my mom and I have really enjoyed together. Um, I feel that she's personally impacted me because her music has kind of grown with me. And through many periods of my life, it's kind of matched almost exactly what I'm going through. And when it doesn't, it always comes around later and ends up matching things. She has a song for every occasion, and I feel like that's just really something that speaks to me. Yeah, I think she's impacted me because I I think I've literally grown up with her music pretty much almost my whole life. Like, as long as I can remember, like, when I was, like, even before elementary school, I remember listening to her songs with my mom and, like, singing with them in the car and, like, buying her CDs and stuff. And so I think, like Peyton said, like, I think I've literally grown up with her and I've grown with her as well. And I think she really does have a song for like every single thing, which is really helpful when you grow up because you can just always have something to go to and you can have something to rely on um, no matter the occasion. So I think that she's just really important. For me, Taylor's an artist that I've always been able to come back to like growing up. I listened to her when I was younger and then a little bit in like middle and elementary school, like early middle school, I listened to her again. And then over the past year, I've really gotten back into her. Um, Yeah, I've had a bit of a rough go at it the past couple years and her music has really helped me through it, so. I feel like Taylor is one of those artists where I always have like good associations with her, good memories like revolving around her music. Like when I was a kid watching her music videos in my dad's living room to just now obsessing over her songs with my friends and you know eventually going to her concert. Just having those good memories, especially so associated with music because I love listening to music. Being able to associate good memories with Taylor is something that I love and I it's just yeah, it's impacted my life like that. Um, Taylor has definitely had a huge impact on my life. I've been a fan of hers since, like, as long as I can remember, and I really definitely have grown up with her. Like, the first time I saw her in concert, I was, like, seven or eight years old, and now I'm going to be going to the Eras tour as an 18-year-old, and that's just crazy to me that I've been listening to her for so long. And even something like Skylar said, she's always someone that I can come back to. Even, like, when I had a period in my life that I didn't really listen to her as much, I found my way back to her, and I'm still as big of a fan of it as I was when I was really young, and I think she'll just always be there for me. So I think for me, Taylor has given me this sort of space for vulnerability to be like, you know, there's obviously many differences between Taylor Swift and I, but they're at the core, like, there's just someone I've never met who, who I feel understands me so well who like it almost feels like sometimes she reads my diary and writes a song so I just think I don't know I think there's something really valuable in that and feeling seen by someone you've never even met and you know having that kind of outlet for the both both the best and the worst things that happen to you so I think that that's how she's impacted me and before um we go is there anything else anyone wants to add on or say All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to Behind the Roar. And thank you to our guests, seniors Peyton Beck, Kate Bosworth, Skylar Hanselman, Christina Link, and Peyton Lewis. I'm your host, Athena Sherlock. Be on the lookout for future podcasts, and we'll see you all next time. Lions out. Mm -hmm.